Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Think of hearing your team say, same again, Jane. With every client, the client just gets the bare minimum and your team doesn't think to take things further. The client only gets what they're booked in for, not what they really need or what they didn't know that they always wanted, right? And as a result, your team aren't meeting their sales target three and a half times their wages, which means that they're not making ends meet, which means that neither are you. And then they come to you and they ask for a pay rise and oh my God, they're like, they don't get it. I know this is frustrating. I know how frustrating it can be. And it's a challenge that I know many salon owners face. But I believe owners actually make this one mistake when it comes to leading their teams to make sales. I know that you want to achieve this in your salon. So this episode, I decided I wanted to share with you the four things that you need to focus on in your business right now if you want to grow and keep a team of happy and productive stylists or therapists So keep listening. Don't forget to grab the copy of my 10K stack strategy. Now, I put it in the show notes of this episode for you to grab so you can follow along with me as we hang out together during this strategy step episode. All right, let's dive in. Hey, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Larissa here. I hope you're super well. I help uh, salon owners grow and scale a team, earn 100K or more from their business, work on their business, more than in their business. Today, I want to teach you a strategy that I call the 10K stack. And it's the four things that really as a salon owner, we need to focus on in your business right now if you want to grow and keep a happy and productive team of stylists or therapists, right? Uh, A team that makes more than triple their wages, earns commission, so that there's actually a win-win relationship in your working relationship and a team that are fully booked with clients, but not any clients, like awesome clients that love your brand and love your brand just as much as they love their stylist or their therapist, right? And we want to be able to keep a team that's fully invested in their career at your salon. We want them to see your brand in their future. So I presented this strategy stack uh, at our Seller Mastery two-day intensive back in April. And so if you want to get the worksheets for the two-day intensive, um, just let me know. Super happy to share it with you. I think in 2022, we're experiencing a really heightened demand for team members. So many owners, probably more than usual, um, seem to be looking for team more than usual. And it seems to me that sometimes team are able to hold us hostage inside of of our own businesses, right? Sometimes we feel like we're walking on eggshells in our own business and they don't want to work Saturdays and they don't want to work late nights, but then they can't make three and a half times their wage in the hours that they're doing already. They're demanding a pay rise. And I know like with inflation going up, um, there's a pending recession, we're feeling the pressure to pay the people more. So they don't leave us. Am I right? 
the challenge I think at the moment is that nobody's applying to our ads. Is this something that you've experienced? This is something that people are DMing me about a lot. I can't find people um, advertising, but nobody's applying. And um, if we lose a team member, there's this fear or this tension that we need to go back on the floor. We have to go back to doing all the clients ourselves. We're forced to go back to 40 hours. Some of us are already working 40 hours, and that means we're taking on more clients. We're forced to do too many hours. We compromise our family time, our, our own life, right? We take back the clients that we finally managed to move on to some of our team members. The challenge, of course, is where is the money coming to pay our team more? If we... if um, you're already not being paid enough. If we're not paying our team members, the money's got to come from somewhere. So I often notice when I talk to owners that a couple of things happen. We're either not paying ourselves because the business is not profitable over and above an owner getting a working wage. Like if we're getting a working wage, we might as well go and work for somebody down the road <clears throat> and get a job and not have all of the stress, right? Um, and if we're paying our team members, the money's got to come from somewhere, and sometimes it's coming off, uh, coming out of our own food bill for the children, taking the food literally off the table of our children. And I think we're doing it wrong. We're doing it upside down and backwards. And I just think it's super easy for us to think, like, what's it all for? So I'm wondering, have you experienced, I would love you to let me know in the comments, have you experienced this? Team are demanding more. Uh, they're not necessarily making target. We're walking on eggshells in our business because we're feeling like if we don't pay them more, they're going to leave. What, what are we going to do about this? <clears throat> so I want to tackle that. I think it's too easy for us to step into feeling like, we just need to give more treats and bribes to smooth it over for our team, right? We either pay them more because we're nice and we love them and they love us, or we want them to love us and we want them to stay longer. We buy drinks on Friday nights, we let them take holidays when we want. We're being too, too kind and too scared to say no. And I think instead we need to flip it around and actually take a different approach and start to advocate the success of our team and show them how to become successful, right? Not cave into the pressure and feel afraid to stand our ground in our own business and rather seeing, rather than seeing it as a fight between us and them, right, and caving into their demands. And I think we can flip it and uh, turn this into an opportunity for us to lead our team, not giving into the pressure, but leading them to success, giving them a clear step-by-step -step strategy. And then having the expectation that they're going to do the freaking work but it's up to us, I think, not to just tell them what to do, but to lead them. I love this picture. Like, <laughs> eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables before you get the ice cream. Like, do the work. So, you know, um, why do we need to eat vegetables? To get the minerals and vitamins that our body needs, right? So it's the same thing applies. We need to do the right type of work to get the things we need to get the result that we want. Too much ice cream before dinner, it's not good. We get full, there's too much sugar, and then we don't want to eat the good stuff. And I think when we pay our team too much, too quickly, or for the wrong reason, um, it's like letting our kids eat dessert before dinner. It's up to us to show them the way how to do the freaking work. Are you with me? Have you actually felt and experienced this? I think... 
if we let them eat the ice cream, we give them treats and we bribes and we give them pay rises for no particular reason other than the fact that they've been with us for a long time, and we let them eat the ice cream and their tummy is full, then they're starting to look forward and go, well, what's next for me? I've had, I've had all of the prizes. What is next for me? And people will leave you when they run out of future with you and your brand. So we need to show them what's next. Where to from here? I have future for you, team, and lead our people in, in the right direction. People leave you when they run out of future with you. We need to create free future. And they start looking at what's next for them in their career pathway at the salon down the road. And this is where we start this whole cycle over again because we're starting to feel fearful that if our team leave us and go to the salon down the road, um, then we're back to being on the floor and doing all the things and, and it's, like a, it's like a ball and chain and we go through the cycle over and over again. I think the grass is always greener if you can't see the good things that are happening here right under your nose in your own business. So it's up to us as the leader and the business owner to paint it out for them and actively become an employer of choice, right? Be so good that they never leave you. All right, I'm going to keep pushing on because I think the real reason our team aren't growing, and I'm going to take you through now the four big things that stop salons from, I guess, growing their dream team and um, being good enough not only to attract new, fresh talent, but keep them for more than like the six months to two year, which is the average life expectancy for a stylist or a therapist in a salon these days. Like it's not long, right? So I want to uh, look at these challenges and take you through my 10k step strategy now why 10k each of these strategies that i'm going to take you through has an outcome value of 10 of the possibility to increase your team members annual wage salary commission all of the things package by 10k that means if we if we have our math right and we are paying our team three and a half times their wages, their targets or their sales are achieving three and a half times their wages or more. That means these strategies aim to increase per team member around 35K a year. That's the goal here, right? We want to be able to pay our team members more so they stay longer and uh, perform better, okay? The first one is what I call, do I get a pay rise? Do I get a pay rise? Uh, a career roadmap, if you will, a progressive step-by-step -step roadmap for your team to follow through. Um, what is number two? Let's have a different colour. The next step I'm going to take you through is a five-star clientele. I always... Um, forget where to put the T, a five-star clientele. And if we have a five-star clientele, then we want to make sure that we have a five-star crew. Let's have a star. A five-star crew. And I want to talk about that. How can we develop our crew without having to employ anybody else? Let's make more from the team that we already have and the hours that they already are available to you. And if we have a five-star crew, then we need to make sure that we manage our five-star column. Like, um, if we want to be the employer of choice, then we want to become a five-star brand. If we want to become a five-star brand, we need a strategy and we need to step people through. So I'm going to take you through the, uh, the four strategies in the 10K stack. Now, if you have got 
the worksheet from my two-day intensive, as uh, a 10K stack two-day intensive, um, this is in here for you. You can follow along. Um, all right, number one is do I get a pay rise? I think this is really important. Just such a simple, um, a simple name for the Do I Get a Pay Rise program. It's a program that I have inside of Seller Mastery. And it's called that because I like to know, I like to call things, you know, it says what it does on the tin. How do I get a pay rise? It's a really great way to change the conversation with your team member rather than saying, hey, can I have a meeting? Can I have a one-on-one -on -one with you? Let's go and talk how I can give you your next pay rise. And so the, the very first step that's important in terms of creating uh, clear targets to achieve, and I believe we should be aiming for three and a half times the gross wage that you pay your people. Now, if your business can't afford this uh, or you are paying your team members uh, over and above in commission on less than that, then there's something maybe off in the business model that you have. If you can't afford it, maybe your pricing is off, maybe your targets are wrong, something is off in the business. But in terms of the whole business metric, three and a half times, for them to be making three and a half times is kind of a minimum for you to be able to afford the other five departments in your business. Well, one of them is the wages, right? So to be able to be able to get the other... Um, the, oh no, there's six. Don't forget the profit. So there are six. If if you've got the wage one wrong, then the other four, you're cutting into the other four departments of your business. We can't, in today's time, we can't afford to do less than that. And so if we can't do that, then there's something wrong in the rest the other departments of our business. So we need to have super clear targets for them to achieve. 3.5 times their wage should be their minimum goal just to get them to turn up to work. Just turn up, do the hours, this is, this is what pays your wage. The next thing that we want to think about is an increasing wage. Your team must know what their next step is. Knowing how much their next pay rise actually is not enough either. I think they need to know not just how much the next is, but how to achieve it. Exactly what they have to do to get the next pay rise. In dollars, in clear steps, people need to know um, the next step so they're not looking over their shoulder, right, at where they can get more, to be more, to do more. You've got to create that pathway inside of your business. And we need to do that by a step-by-step -step progression. Step by step, right? I think we need to, your, what we want to do is create a system that your people can look into their future and see your business in the pathway to them achieving their dreams and goals inside of your business. And let's celebrate their progression, their career promotions, just like their friends in their corporate roles are getting corporate promotions. We need to create the same environment for our team. Remove the secret squirrels about who's getting paid what. Full, open, clear transparency, a system, a step-by-step -step system that is going to tell them when they're going to get the pay rise, not because, you know, does she love me or do I love her? I'm scared because she'll leave, but because they did the work and they deserve it and they're really clear on how to get that. When you are at the centre of their future, you know you've got team retention nailed. Right, the last one is um, performance reward. Reward. 
And performance reward, I believe, is they need some reward along the way. I believe in bringing targets closer and winning more often. If the target is too far away and it's too into the future, people don't run towards the finish line, right? We want to reward them also for doing the right work, not just getting the result. I think it's too too easily we say, hey, your target's $3,000. Go out and make target. Why didn't you make the target? Right? We need to give them the really clear key performance indicators so that you know that they know how to move the needle. And I call this a culture of winning. If we can build that culture of exactly giving them the strategies and the steps, then we keep the clients happy. And if the clients are happy, then the stylist uh, achieves her targets, she wins, earns commission. And if the team member, in do I get a pay rise strategy, if your team member is earning commission, your business is in profit. And you want to have that confidence for your team, right? Um, so I think, in summary, we want to have a tiered reward system. And I call this pathway... Uh, do I get a pay rise with wages to turn up, commission for results over and above, so we're removing the glass ceiling so they can always, like the sky's the limit type of strategy, and bonuses for doing the right work. So it's, they're really clear on the right things to do to get the bonus, to get the commission and, and step up, right? Uh, and I think this also future-proofs them for tomorrow's goals, tomorrow's pay rises, the tiered progression and career pathways. So I think Guys, this is super important. We need to lift and raise the value of this industry. I think too many people um, are too scared to join this industry because traditionally it's not known to pay well, long hours, late nights, work hard, work hard, and don't get much. And I think this is our opportunity. How do we make impact on the industry? We change it right here at home in our own business. Does that make sense? Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have. Increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins. The team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right. Let's get back to the episode. I wanted to talk about the second strategy, and that's a five-star uh, five crew. And I think as an industry, we have some challenges to overcome outside of the payment, but the talent pool is too small. And maybe getting paid well and setting up a system in our business to help our team succeed is maybe part of the problem that there's a small talent pool. And we often have, because of the small talent pool, we often have a talent gap. There's new, young, and up-and-comings, for those businesses that are prepared to do the training. And I think, you know, we've got to recognize that we are in the recruitment business when we're in the hair and beauty industry. So we have our new up and comings and then we have our long, long timers, our, um, our mainstays, those that have been doing it for years upon years, 
sometimes it's hard to keep them up with the times. And so it's hard to fill the talent gap. There's this big gap in the middle. We've got a young up-and-coming talent. We've got our old people that maybe are getting a little bit stale or don't want to keep up with the times. And what's happening right in the middle is where the biggest demand is from the clients. So I think gone are the days of having the luxury of serving our clients one-on-one. I think those days are gone. And as an industry, we have to be a little bit smarter and work smarter, not harder, or not slower, um, with the exception of going super top end of the market when you go super boutique, um, when we can charge a lot and we can take our time. The problem with that model is that we leave ourselves as a business owner super, as a business owner super at risk. I believe you lose lose one or two team members and your business is screwed. There's not enough. And so I think we need to think differently. And when you need to have a dual strategy, yes, we need to import. Uh, recruit imports, I call them imports because somebody else trained them and we import them into our business. But we equally need to have a really clear grow our own strategy, right? We can't afford to have young talent sweeping the floor for months and years on end like when I did my training, right? We need to, uh, as an industry, we can't afford this anymore. We need to get our people up and income generating in the first three to six months, even sooner, right and be open to not only apprenticeships but doing things a little bit different but they need to be able to pay for themselves super quick we can't afford the one-on-one model anymore and we need to learn to share the love and develop a five-star crew and adopt a tandem work model and the, the great thing about the tandem work model though is that the client has an established relationship with more than one person in the business And I had 14 babies over four years in my business time. And it was a really challenging time. But one of the reasons that we got through it is that there were multiple relationships in the business with each individual client. And so I I believe adopting a five-star crew so we can grow our own and have somebody ready to go at the drop of a hat, ready to level up, step into the shoes of those that are moving on. People will leave it as inevitable, right? Um, So we need to share the workload, share the love of the client, share the relationship. So I think we need to have a really rock-solid recruitment strategy, a development strategy. We definitely need grow your own strategy. Quick, fast, get people income generating, ASAP. Hey, that's a lot of letters. G-Y-O-I-G-A-A-S-A-P. And that model gives us our five-star crew. We can't afford to do it the way that we've always done it. Times have changed. I want to talk about our um, five-star clientele. This is our third strategy uh, in terms of building a a 10K model. I think if you're any good at your craft, this is a problem that you're going to have is that either, either the whole business or one or two of your team members are fully booked. The problem is that they're good. And if they're good, and once they're fully booked, our stylists are booked months in advance. And I see this as a challenge. It's a good problem, but it's a problem for growth in our business. And every team member has a ceiling, and which means that the business then has a growth ceiling. And the only way to get more growth is to have more people. But guess what? There's no more people available, right? So we need to change the way that we do it. And we need to uh, move with the time of it's kind of like a supply and demand model. When demand goes up because they're good and their reputation goes up around town, people talk. Referrals come in 
But new five-star blood, the good clients that are, re- that are referring the other good clients, they can't get in. She's fully booked. They can't take referrals. And guess who's available to take your five-star clients? New emerging talent, and they're wide open. So the problem is that the five-star client doesn't want to go to your 18-year-old just-arrived-on-the-floor person, and if they do, they get a less-than-executive-level experience. So we need to think about this. How are we going to manage our growing and changing and evolving clientele over time? The future success of your business, I think, um, otherwise has a growth plateau if you don't solve this this problem. And if we can't, if we can't get our team who are already working 40 hours, exhausted, late night Saturdays, fully booked, can't take a holiday, and possibly not getting paid enough for their hard work, then we get a fright when she quits because she can't grow with us anymore. So instead, we need to scale reputation so we can grow into a five-star salon. So um, why do we need to grow and develop five-star clients? Well, it's our... It, I guess it's about being strategic about the growth of the stylist and the client equally, right? So we're not at risk of losing great clients and losing great team members when they hit their growth ceiling. So we need to be a little bit a little bit intentional about who services what to the benefit of all parties, stylists, the clients, and the brand. These are the three stakeholders in any given business, your team member, your stylist or therapist, the client, and the brand. So most importantly... It's intentional about growing that career pathway, not just for the performance of the team member, but the development of the clientele along the way. So we've got to look at the service mix and we've got to look at our four and five-star clients over and above our five-star, uh, our, our three, you know, one, two and three-star clients and being a little bit intentional. A client pathway for your team development program. Does that make sense? So five-star clients, priority. This is the only way we're going to get the growth beyond the 40 hours that we already have without employing anybody new. So we need to give them, our team, the opportunity to to grow. Now, I did the math on this at our last intensive, and if we can develop our five-star clientele per individual team member, it has a value at minimum of around 35K a year increase in that team member's sales alone. Now, if we're doing three and a half times our wage, then that means that's a 10K wage increase over the 12-month period for your team member. And I think that's really important. We want to be able to pay our team well so they stay and are happy, but we have to do it in a way that the business can afford. And so each one of these strategies that I'm taking you through has the ability per team member to increase by around 35K if you just do the bare minimum. We did this exercise at our Salon Mastery two-day intensive of 10K stack, um, and we did the math. Um, and so I think that's really important to note. I want to take you quickly um, just through the last step, and that is around our five-star column. Guys, I want you to remember we don't, don't sell hair or skin. We don't. We actually sell time. And we need to nail the time method uh, model. So we've talked about how we nail um, how we nail pay and progression for our team. We've talked about how we manage our clientele and our five-star clientele. We've talked about our five-star crew model. And now we need to talk about the time model. 
sometimes there's a little bit of resistance, would you agree, with your team to manage the time? But I don't want to do it differently like a teenager, right? Um, like complain and push back and resist the changes or the way that we want to do things in business. And just remember, some of them are teenagers. We are an industry that employs teenagers. But the problem is that they forget that they're being paid to do a job. And they want to stretch appointments and they want to have longer for Jane because she's got thicker hair and this, that, and the other. And we want to have 15-minute gaps in between their appointments. Some of your team are doing fakies that don't turn up. I remember my senior um, teaching me how to do a fakie at the end of the night so we could go home early. Good God. Um, and they want to have their way of working, right? They want to. They want to this and they want to that. But I think rather than get mad, we need to get clear and show them the way. This is how we do it here. Do it my, my way, the brand way, because it will lead you towards the goal and the success. This is the tangible result that you'll get if you do this. Do it our way because consistency is actually what builds the brand. If you've got the way and you have the tools as the owner in your tool belt on how they can succeed, then it's not just because I said so and because I'm the boss and you're not, right? The why you do things is super, super vital to get the buy-in for your team. And when, the, when they know that this one strategy alone will give them a 10K pay, pay rise over the 12 months, then you're more likely to get buy-in from them right? But do remember that they work for you and you're paying them by the hour to do the work for the brand. So just imagine this. Just imagine this. When we come out of our own industry and we go into something else, like one of the brands that I like, clothing brand is DeCuba. Great, good, casual, nice uh, clothing. Imagine you went into DeCuba and the girl was like, um, yeah, sorry, in these hours, I only work these hours and I only sell jackets, I don't sell T-shirts, <laughs> right? Or if you went to the restaurant and the, the um, server, what do you call a waitress, said, oh, sorry, I only like to work, uh, I only like to serve one customer at a time and I like to cook their food for them by myself, I like to do everything myself <laughs> and I just simply can't uh, serve six tables at once. Would that girl last in a restaurant? Well, no, hold the line. Why are we doing the same and letting our stylists and therapists call the shots, right? We employ them to do a function. It's called a job, a job description. So we don't employ them to grow their own businesses inside of our business. We want to help deliver your brand service. This is your brand name and consistency on how your business is delivered is what will build your brand. So we really need to think about leading towards the winning way, and that starts at the appointment book. Now, again, we did the math at our Seller Master Intensive, and I want to give you just the breakdown super quick. If you have a stylist who has 15-minute gaps, only takes four, four 15-minute gaps. Now, the average salon, on average, their average client spend is around $100. It's a nice, easy example, and it's pretty common around New Zealand, Australia, that the average client bill is roughly around $100. So if you do four, if you have four 15-minute gaps, that's one hour, that's a $100 client that you are not serving in that time. So if you times $100 times five days times, actually, they only work 48 weeks of the year, do you know that that's 24K per year? Now, if they're getting three and a half, if, if their uh, target is three and a half times their wage, that means if they can increase their sales by not having 15-minute gaps, by um, getting one more client in a day or doing an upgrade, and they can increase their sales by $24,000, that's $8,500 a year on their bottom line. 
That's just managing gaps. We haven't even talked about um, removing discounts and all of those other all of those other things around appointment management, stretchies, uh, extra time that we take on clients, not doing in, anybody in between um, in between processing time and all of those things. So I want you to think about that. What impact? I've given you four strategies now, each at a roughly around a value of $35,000 a year. Now, if you think about that, um, if each tech, now the average salon has four income generating people. So at $35,000 times four strategies of $140,000 a year per employee, the average, average stylist does around $100,000 a year. Now, you times that by four team members is actually, if you did this really well, $560,000 a year, you can add to your business. No extra team members, just putting some of them to work and getting them to work smarter. So in your workbook, you've got a little takeaway in action, and I want you to spend a little bit of time now as we wrap up, spend the time. What did you learn today? What action steps are you going to take as a result of our time together? What did you learn? What action steps are you going to do? And um, add it to your game plan. In Seller Mastery, uh, we do a strategic plan every two months. And so um, if you have a plan for the next two months of your life, and then maybe you can have a think about that, how are you going to add that to your game plan? And that is a wrap. Now, if you're still with me at the end of the episode, then you should be leaving with a plan that you can implement into the salon straight away. Now, I wanted to let you know a little secret. The 10K stack strategy is usually only exclusively available in my Seller Mastery program. So today I've given you a bit of a sneak peek. But if you want full access to the whole 10K stack strategy, the strategy that will motivate your team to achieve their goals, to show up each day ready to smash their targets, that's right, actually have your team excited to do the work, then all you need to do is click the link in the show notes below and let's chat. Uh, I'll tell you how you can gain access to the 10K stack much, much more in the Salon Mastery program. Otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner Salon CEO and master your Salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.